What do you got in there? I just got like a loose piece of lip, so I'm just trying to pull it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that is. I hate when you have to deal with a loose lip against your mouth. Yeah. Loose lips. They sink ships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm drooling, dude. I'm a mess. Freaking mess. Dude, you see me all the time. Calm down. But you look good today, man. That thanks, shirt. Thanks, dude. It's fitting you real nice. <laughs> right? All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Metz. B-Tech Smith and Steve Metz. You are now entering the Metacolors. The Metacolors. What's going on, Ted? What up, Steve? You know, one of these mega cats, we should do them sitting down. I noticed that we have chairs in here, but we never sit. Yeah, but neither of us sit. You know what's funny? I do sit for my podcast. Weird. So you stand for the for the afternoon show. Correct. For the I stand room. for the men's room. But when it comes to the podcast, the, the podcast, podcast, which you're leading the ship, yeah. is it because you feel like you need to be in the captain's chair? I don't know. I think when we just started doing it, I was like, you know what? I want to sit down and... I just wanted to be a little bit different than like the everyday thing I did on the men's room. I got gotcha. you. A little so bit even, of a different mindset. Yeah, even like Cobb and Matt would always slap hands. And I was just like, I, I don't want to high five you before we start. And they were like, why? And I was like, because that's what we do on the men's room. Like, I don't want to do that. here. Like, this is a different thing. Right. So now you guys do that. The foot kick thing. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, right. So do you do anything with them, or it's just them doing well, They now, just do it by themselves. So how do they do that now with uh, with Cobb doing it over Skype? They do air hives. Oh, gosh. Air fives. That's air nice. high fives. Air, air hives. I don't know. Brain's yeah. not working yet. It is not, It's okay. Man. We haven't done our push-ups yet. No, I am, I am struggling for no for not really a great reason. No sleep last night? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I had a really long day yesterday. I should have been, mm-hmm. and I, I slept for eight hours. I just, I don't know. I just feel sluggish today. I'm trying to think, when is the last time I had eight hours of sleep? <laughs> right? Which sounds ridiculous saying that to you. Isn't that sad? Maybe I had too much sleep. I've, dude, that's how, if I get more than five, I feel weird. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to add up the, this week. Okay, so Monday, two hours. I got, a, I'm at about five and a half hours of sleep so far this week. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. You can operate on three and a half hours sleep? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I go home, but then I, I'm cheating because then I, I go home and I take a nap. So that helps. Yeah. But yeah, by the time I get home and deal with traffic, who's that guy with the mustache over there? I've never seen him before. I don't know. He looks like trouble. <laughs> let's, go, let's go up. Who are you? And why are you here? Oh, man. All right. Well, why don't we get things It'd be funny because- if he's like, I hear you. I'm here on the, for the soundproofing. Oh, geez. That's right. <laughs> well, I was just bringing it up because I know it's like we have the chairs in here, and I see some other radio shows in other parts of the country. Uh, in fact, BJ's old buddy, uh, Brother Wheeze, I think their studio, their chairs are like lazy boys. They sit on really. They sit on couches or on love seats and do the show. And they got the big arm for the microphone and they just plop it down. They got like their their tablets or whatever they do on there. You know, however they check the internet. Some of them don't even have a computer in front of them, which sounds crazy these days. But and they just sit on a, on like these lounge chairs and just BS. And I just wonder would that affect the show? Oh man, I don't know if I could do the men's room like that. I just wonder. It'd be kind of fun to try. We should bring in like lawn chairs. I could bring in the giant chair. Yes. It'll fit in your area. Yeah, but the microphone won't reach it. Oh, we'll have to get like an extension cord. Yeah. 
All right, well, we'll work on that. All right, we'll sit down one day. See, this is how we do things on the Megacast. Yeah. We flesh things out. We're getting ready for Live Day. Tomorrow's going to be a big day. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we will be recording the Megacast tomorrow for our next week's show, which oh. is perfect because I have Wednesday off next week. It's Thanksgiving. So, you yeah. know, this is a chance for people to be thankful that we're giving them a Megacast the week of Thanksgiving. Is the Megacast only going to be like 20 minutes? About that. Yeah. All right. It'll be short. Maybe 30. We'll do what we want. They're not going to tell us to stop. If we got something great going, Ted, we're going to do it. No, we just listened to the schedule, and I was like, I think that only leaves us 20 minutes for a Megacast. I think it's about 30. I think right. we got about a 30-minute window, but if uh, if you're coming, obviously we want to make it uh, as much as, as interactive as possible, so make a family, you know, we're going to be doing our push-ups. Yeah. I was thinking about that, because it's live day. We don't have any music. You know, we, can, we don't have anything pre-recorded there. We're not going to show up with, like, a, a flash drive that we could play our sound effects. Um, I could hit up Wyatt from Wyatt Only in the Wreckage. Maybe he could be like our Paul Schaefer. And do all the music for us. Oh, and just play something? Like, I'll tell him, hey, can, I know that Live Day's tomorrow, and you already got Wyatt only in the wreckage performing a couple of songs, and you probably got other responsibilities, but could you learn on acoustic guitar how to play Testify by Rage Against the Machine? <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm saying, like, they're setting up for TV time to run through that stuff right after us. Yeah. So the band, I mean, they'll be standing there. And then maybe he could uh, learn how to do like a Limp Biscuit type song because, you know, it is the winter of Biscuit officially kicks off tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, also, we could, I, it's the day before. Maybe we just say, hey, Wyatt, can you just play some music? Yeah. I guess we don't have to give him an, an actual like set right. required songs. <laughs> right. Just like solid point. <laughs> just play some music so we can do some damn push up. But you know what? I'm going to throw it out there and suggest those things because I feel like he'll do it. All or, right. should, or should I not throw that on his plate? He is a people pleaser. He is. He's a sweetheart of a man. I'm just like, it's the day He might not get any Steve. sleep tonight. It'll be like six in the morning. He's like, I haven't slept yet. I needed to learn how to play Testify. Testify and for you Nookie. guys. All right, why not? You know, I think both of us need some push-ups. Let's get, let's get the heart racing, the brain pumping. Wait. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> oh, this is, this is a rough one. I'm so laughing, just like, hey man, I know you got a ton of stuff to do tomorrow. Can you learn testifying eight hours? <laughs> He's a musician. It's not hard. All right, let's get the oh, heart racing. Some people need more than three hours of sleep a night. Those people are communists, Ted. Not everybody's you. Well, people need to be more like me and get no sleep and be tired all the time. That's the American way. Yeah. For no good reason other than I want to become a professional wrestler, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice. brother. <laughs> All right, brother. Let's get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain. Functioning. And as you know, it is the winner of Biscuit, which means one thing and one thing only. Another Limp Biscuit song. All right, all right. Let's get 10, Mega Family. Back a little bit. All right, I'm feeling good. Yeah. Just wait till it all kicks in, Ted. <laughs> Could be happening any second now, so let's get 10 for the Mega Family. Here we go. What? Oh, there it is. We're going to do it our way, Ted. Our way, man. The Mega Way. Mental note. On the days that we do the mega cast, should not be an arm day at the gym. 
hard already. Well, yeah, I went right before this damn podcast. And I pushed it extra hard. Like Donald Trump, Trump, Donald Trump Jr. DJ TJ? That's right. I was trying to get swole before the mega cast. We have to talk about him in a few minutes. But first... Tech Talks. Starring the Tech Smith. A pretty simple one this week. Uh-oh. Get good sleep. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, maybe. I just randomly wrote that down. And then when we came in here and started talking about you not sleeping, I was like, this is perfect. Oh, my God. Whether it's eight hours or three hours or two and a half like Steve, just get in some good sleep. Just get what you need. Yeah. People, get what you need. Just get by, folks. Survive. That's right. So I mentioned this. Do you have a big TED Talk planned for tomorrow at Live Day? Is that what you're doing? You're saving it for tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Wyatt, uh, we need you to learn a, a, a little jingle. It's, uh, it sounds like this. TED Talks, starring the Tech Smith. You think there'll be a triangle there? I don't know, but I could ask him to bring one. <laughs> Wyatt, we need a triangle. <laughs> Wyatt! 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 It's like, uh, throw mama from the train instead of, uh, Owen. Owen! 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 Um, Ted and I, before we started the podcast, we were cracking up. Uh, hopefully this damn computer, uh, of course, it's it's loading. Um, we were cracking up because we were watching Donald Trump Jr. do a deadlift uh, on his Instagram page. You know, because it, 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 a workout doesn't exist unless you post it on social media. Yeah, I mean, that's why I don't believe you about working out. Uh, yeah, I and, and you know what? I've never eaten either. Because I don't ever really post pictures of me eating food or working out. What do you or, think about people? I don't ever that, check in. What do you think about people that post the workouts? I hate it. All right. I, I think it's so... You know what it is? And, and, and I always hate the people that do it and they're like, I'm just posting so I could be accountable. And those people typically are never accountable. I see them, and I'm not saying I'm in any great shape or anything like that, but like that's part of why I don't really talk about it. Because I don't, I don't want to have that... That when people see me, they'll be like, wow, he's always posting about going in the gym, but he sure as hell doesn't look like it. Yeah, I mean, I go back and forth on it because it's like I used to make fun of it. Then a friend of mine was like, oh, you're just jealous because you don't work out as much as these people. And I'm like, I I don't think it's that. I don't think. Yeah, I was just like, I, you know, it's just the thing I compare it to is our jobs, right? Like working in radio is very cool and people like it, but like. I don't need to post every day, like, head to the studio, put in work. Yeah. Like, I think the one that annoys me the most is the fighters. Like, you know, headed back to the gym. It's like, dude, that's your job. We're aware. It's not impressive that you're working out a ton. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you get paid to do is to work out. Like, you're not some random dude that's really putting in extra reps. Like, you're doing your goddamn job. Right. You're going to get a big payout for this. You don't have a job to go to. This is your job. Your nine to five is at the gym. Yeah. Be like a personal trainer every day. Get my workout in. Well, no crap. You're a personal trainer. Yeah. And then, right. So then the other thing that annoys me, and it started with Paul Ryan a while ago. Okay. On that cover of Time, it's like, just because you're fit and in good shape does not make you a smarter person. No. And for some reason, I feel like that's what a lot of the the, the constant posting is. It's like, well, they're so disciplined in this and that. Like, I give them all that credit. But, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't make them a better leader or it doesn't make Donald Trump Jr. not out of the mix of the, the stuff he's caught up in because he could do a deadlift. Well, in all fairness, though, I mean, he did make this great sound while doing the deadlift. All right, here he is. And and people are just killing him on social media for his form because it's terrible. He even admits his form is terrible. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. <sighs> the best part about this video is he pumps his fist as soon as he finishes, like, I just accomplished something amazing. I can't get it to stop. I can't get it to stop. Oh, okay. I was like, are we going to have to listen to him grunt the whole time? Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. I haven't done deadlifts in forever. But I, I, Last time I, I tried, I pulled my back out. My form was not good. But I didn't post it on social media. Right, like I was saying, like I looked at that and I was like, I was a little hesitant. It's like I'm not Mister Workout, but I was like, I'm pretty sure his form is horrible. So he was like, yeah, I was like, it looks like he's lifting it all with his back. Well, he even wrote that. He's just like, hey, yeah, check this out. I'm doing this, and yeah, I know my form is bad, but it's a personal record. He goes, uh, it wasn't pretty, but I set a new personal deadlift record today in 375 pounds. I don't know why he all of a sudden sounds like a wrestler, but he does. I know it's I hard know. not to sound like a wrestler when you're throwing out <laughs> lifting stats, right? I know, I know. The form went to hell. I'll save you the need for commenting. Back too rounded, legs up too fast, etc., etc. All the extreme ends, it gets tougher to stay... At, at the extreme ends, it gets tougher to stay perfect. That said, still pretty psyched. Hashtag CrossFit. Hashtag deadlift. Hashtag PR. Hashtag weightlifting. Hashtag fitness. Hashtag ugly. <laughs> but the best part is... How did he leave out a magma? Magma. Uh, I just love, though, the people who post on uh, social media and commented on his Instagram All post. Right, what did they say? Your deadlift is awful. Next person. Guys, his form is fine. Remember, they have no spines. All good. Oh, 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 oh that is harsh. Another person. Spineless always equals bad form. Another person, Donnie, your form is bad. Tighten your shoulders. Your spine needs to be in a straight line. Among other things, I think you need to Google some proper form videos. Yeah, he needs to talk to MCTP. I like how it's like now it's you're not the days of you need to see a trainer are gone. It's now just YouTube it, bro. Get it right and YouTube it. You can you can learn a lot from a YouTube tutorial. I, I 100% agree. I've learned how to uh, change, change a flat tire. Um, yeah. Yeah. In fact, we were together one time when my tire went flat. Yeah. That was bad. And then I was with somebody else uh, once when their tire went flat and we had to YouTube it. Yeah, it's a great resource. I just don't know if I'd go to YouTube, though, to properly learn form. I think it makes more sense to have somebody there to be like, kind of like an MCTP to be like, okay, straighten this part out. Now move your hips. I don't know if you could notice all those things. If, if you don't know how to do it right and you're watching a video, you probably aren't noticing all the little things that are meant to be done to make it be the right way. Plus, I mean, he's in a CrossFit gym. That's one of the awesome things about CrossFit is everybody's there to help you. Yeah. Bunch of, he probably has a bunch of Democrat CrossFitters. <laughs> they were like, let his form be terrible. <laughs> yeah, Junior. Looks good. Looks good. Curve the back more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. It's, he's in the only CrossFit gym where they don't work on teamwork, and they've turned against him. <laughs> they hate him because of his father. Right. <laughs> It like completely goes against their ethos. They're like, screw them. That's it, Junior. You're making deadlifts great again. <laughs> round, round that back. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, um, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Should you be mad about your headphones? Oh, yes. Yeah. We'll give people an example. Because tomorrow we're going to, well, at Live Day, we're going to ask people to come with their suggestions and their issues that are going on in their own world to ask us if we if they should be mad. Correct. So I actually have a good email that I'll save for tomorrow that involves somebody who doesn't know if she should be mad at her boyfriend. And it's funny as F. So we'll save that for uh, the Live Day one. But I have a, a situation where I'm wondering if I should be mad. Are people going to hear this before tomorrow? If they download it in time. All right, then forget it. Why? What? 
I was just going to be like, screw it, Steve. Tomorrow I'm going to be mad about everything. No matter what it is. She's like, and the boyfriend could be super nice, but he's there like, you should be pissed. Dub him. The hell with him. And have sex with me as revenge. On this stage. Set your personal record for having sex with Ted. Yeah. PR. Round, round that back out. That's right. Round everything. Man. That almost sounds like a weird term for sex. It does. Man, rounding her back out. Make a cast. We'll be oh, back. All right. <laughs> Hey, Ted and Steve need to go bouncing around. The Megacast will return. It's cold and flu season, and that means people will be in your face asking if you've gotten your flu shot yet. Have you gotten your flu shot? 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 Instead of saying none of your damn business for the 50th time, head to your doctors and get the foo shot. That's right, the F-U shot. That way, you can tell anybody who is absolutely certain you need a flu shot immediately to F-U. Your doctor will give you a sheet of special stickers saying, I got my shot, so F-U, that you can give your friends, your family, and your future former co-workers. So this year, forget the flu shot and get the F-U shot, just for the L of it. We are not doomed. Ted and Steve are back. The Megacast returns. Perfect Circle's back, baby. Oh, nice. I haven't heard that. Yeah, pretty oh, awesome. That is. I'm, I'm excited to hear what else they've got going on. Of course, though, timing is bad there. They're coming into the key arena, and it's the same night of a 3-2-1 battle. And priorities, man. Wrestling comes first. When is that? Like December Is it December 1st? 1st? Yeah. Oh, damn. I'm going to miss it, too. I'm going to a different show. What are you going to? Slow Magic? Who? What? <laughs> is it some, like, trippy, hippy-dippy stuff? Yeah. Let me go find them now. I'm curious. Is it Magic with a K? Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't know. Lance and Joe are always talking about it. Part of the Meltdown crew. Yeah. Got to hang with the Meltdown crew last week after Defy. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you came down after, right, because we were down there for Ja Rule. Yeah, you guys were checking out Ja Rule. Actually, we were just hanging out at Hooverville at that point. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. Slow magic. Let's see what this is all about. Let's see what kind of stuff Ted's going to get into. <laughs> Different than APC. Oh no, it's exactly like a perfect circle. <laughs> Everyone snap. Uh, yeah. 
this happening? Are there going to be pillows? <laughs> they have some uh, more upbeat ones. All right, I'll try something else. Or, How about Bear Dance? If, if, if a song called Bear Dance right, all right. is not aggressive. Of, right, everybody else listens to it. I'm just going. All right, this better be good. All right, I'm starting to feel this one. Yeah, and it'll get there. They just takes a while. Like good EDM should. Yeah. And sometimes the drugs take a while to kick in, so the music should too. Here we go. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> A booty shaking. Now, I don't know how cheesy Slow Magic is as performers, but how do you not have a group of bears up on stage dancing? Dressed like guys in bear costumes and girls in bear costumes? I mean, I'm with you. Right? Maybe I should dress as a bear. You should, and when this song kicks in... You just show up. It's a bear's here. It's like the time we read fish and Bert and Ernie showed up. <laughs> the end of the night, I'm just outside with like the bear head underneath like one arm stroking a split. Like, it was a long night in that bear costume, man. It was crazy out there. It'd be even better if like you somehow get out of the bear costume, but then come out with the bear head. And like have like fake like blood coming out of it. Like the bear is dead, <laughs> and everybody's night is ruined. Yeah, I think people at that concert their night would take a really dark turn at that point. I was having a great night until somebody killed the bear. Somebody killed the bear, and they brought the bear head in. <laughs> Let's try out girls. Let's see what that one's all about. <laughs> hey man, have fun at the show, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna miss it, man. Maybe I'll meet up with you guys afterwards for a drink. Yeah, no kidding, right? Well, Joe was like, "Hey, I can like last night." Zabie's like, "I have this ticket. You're my date." I was like, "All right." And Lance is always all about this band, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going. I've heard their songs, but I don't know a ton about. Hey, look, I might have just happened to pick a couple bad ones. I like the Bear song. No, I think it's always a little uh, a little sleepy for me. I think it's always pretty much on that tempo. That seems like the stuff you play at the end of the night if you've been partying too hard when you want to lay down and just kind of like zone out. Yeah, well, maybe that's what I'll do. All right, well, hopefully they have beanbags at this show. Yeah, I'll bring my own chair. All right, fair enough. I'm gonna start doing that. Like a festival. <laughs> just a lawn chair. Just bring my own lawn chair. At the show box. Yeah, just set it down in the middle of the dance floor. Where is Slow Magic performing? <laughs> Steve, stop asking me questions about this show. You're just going to go with the flow. I get it. <laughs> you just, you know, you, you go where the bear club is going. That does not sound any better. <laughs> well, I'm going to be taking care of my, my wrestling duties. And speaking of wrestling, somebody sent this to, this to us because they know how much we love uh, Big Papa Pump. All as right. you know, Scott the Steiner. of the world. I- that guy. Yeah. Well, he just did another promo. Well, obviously, this is from a while ago. I've never seen this one. I think we might need, like, a, every so often have a, a, a segment that's just the Scott Steiner promo of the week. All right. This one involves Scott Steiner and math. This can't be good. It's not. All right. But it's awful in the greatest way possible. But his intensity is there. Oh, yeah. Let's enjoy some Scott Steiner. A three-way for the TNA heavyweight title at Sacrifice between you, Kurt Angle, and Samoa Joe. Now, before you get there, you have an important. So this is definitely during the TNA days when the three of them were all in TNA. Now, of course, Kurt Angle is in WWE, and so is Samoa Joe. Yeah, 
Now we need to figure out a way to get Scott Steiner back in the WWE. I can't believe Scott, I can't believe he wrestled with uh, Samoa Joe back then. Yeah, I, Samoa Joe's been around that long. Joe's been going at it for over as long as Cena. No kidding. They, they started together. They went through the, their the version of the performance center. It was like OVA or or one of those places back in the way back in the day. But they were both going through training together at, at around the, at around the same time. Obviously. Seen his career went one way, and and Joe's went towards uh, Impact or TNA wrestling, and you know, thankfully he now is getting a shine in the WWE. But yeah, they both started together around the same time. Huh? I did not know that. All right. In step tonight, as you and X Division Champion Petey Williams take on the unlikely. Now Petey Williams is in this promo with him, and they both have like that weird gold helmet chain thing. Yeah, Steiner. It was like he used to wear like the. It was almost like he was a knight about yeah. to put on the rest of the armor. Absolutely. But he just stopped with the chain link. Right, but it was like gold colored. Yeah. Yeah, it was very weird. Duo of Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. You know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Small Joe and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one on one with another wrestler, you got a 50 50 chance of winning. Now, here, goes, here comes the math. All right. You might want to keep your pen out, kids. And start trying to figure out exactly what the F is Scott Steiner talking about. I love that you actually did grab your pen, Ted. Oh. I respect you. <laughs> but I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. We need to start saying that. He is a genetic freak. He truly, and he is definitely not normal. No, right? I mean, I mean, he's as far from normal as humanly possible. I feel like he injected stuff into himself to make him that kind of freaky. <laughs> and it never went away. No. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, he didn't seem this crazy. Like, he seemed like the normal one with his brother Rick Steiner when they both, like, were dressed in their collegiate wrestling gear. I think he was Syracuse and Rick Steiner was uh, Michigan, if I remember correctly. See, I don't remember any of that. I yeah. just remember... They were the varsity Papa, club. I just remember Big Papa Palm yeah. and Buff Bagwell running around together. Yeah, his brother seemed crazy. His brother would constantly be barking at the camera, kind of crap. And and Scott seemed like he was like the all-American collegiate guy with a sweet mullet. Yeah. And then he just went off the deep end. when he. I think it started bronzing, and it got into his system, and now he just became a bro. God, a you know what? freak. If I had thought about it, that's what we should have done for tomorrow for Live Day. Spray tans. Oh, we still have time. And just show up dark as hell. Hey, if Wyatt only could learn uh, Rage Against the Machines testify, we can certainly spray, spray tan. tan. I come home and I'm all like bronzed up and my wife's like, babe, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I'm a genetic freak and I'm not normal. And Ted's kissing his muscle. Yeah. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix. Your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. Now, he said he had a 25% chance of beating him, but now he has a 30, and his numbers will go down, and now he has a 33% chance of beating him. Yeah, I don't understand how his chances went back up. Seemed like they were only going farther down. Right, let's start, let's go back a little bit again. You got a 50-50 chance of winning, but I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal, so you got a 25% at best at beating me, and then you add Kurt Angle to the mix. Your chances of winning drastically go down. Seems like he stumbled a little there. Yeah. Yeah, drastically go down. Because if you now have a 25% chance at winning at best, and then you said this. Three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. Hey. All right. You know what? Let's just give him a pass. Yeah. All right. All right. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even going to try. All right. So I guess what he's saying is for him, he doesn't have to worry about Kurt Angle. Right. He takes his third. Right. All right. 
So small Joe, you take your 30-30 and a third chance, minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. <laughs> eight and a third chance. I mean, you think he wrote this down, or this just came off the top of his head? <laughs> hey, kids, when doing cocaine, you might not want to do a wrestling promo. I mean, Throwing right, it out there. Like, they have a, they have an idea of what they're going to say, right? Absolutely. They typically have a skeleton. Yeah. Like, it just seems like he just started throwing out numbers. It seems like that skeleton got cremated before he got a chance to really figure it all out. But then you take my 75% chance of winning. <laughs> he can't even think. <laughs> he sounds like he's spitting on himself just getting it out. <laughs> And how's he back up to 75? Wasn't he just at 66 and two-thirds? And how does he only have 85? How does he have 75 if the other guy's only got 8%? Shouldn't he have 91-third? Right, so shouldn't he have 91 and two-thirds? It's not adding up. If we used to go one-on-one and then add 66 and two-thirds percents, I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe... Come on, dude. He's just throwing numbers out there. I give him credit. He can add quick. <laughs> and he's so intense, he can barely get it out. He can't even speak. <sighs> the numbers don't lie. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Of course they don't, Scott. My bad. Spell disaster for you and sacrifice. See, but I'm going to break it down for all you ladies. Would you rather be with me or would you rather be with Joe? Well, I think Joe's kind of nice. I mean, you know. So you're one of those girls that like romance. I'm going to talk to all my freaks out there. Would you? <laughs> oh, that might be the nicest, most insulting thing I've ever heard in my life. He said, see, you're one of those chicks that likes romance. God damn. At some point, I'll be your wingman. We need to walk up to a bunch of girls. He's like, you ladies look like you ladies look like ladies that like romance. I'm your guy. Ask Steve. Tell him, Steve. That's right, brother. If you ever wanted to be with someone who loves romance, the Ted Smith is your man. I want to hear that part again. So do I. See, but I'm gonna break it down for all you ladies. I like that. I'm gonna break it down for all you ladies. And now all of a sudden we've just ditched math. Yeah. Would you rather be with me, or would you rather be with Joe? Well, I think Joe's kind of nice. I mean, you know. So you're one of those girls that like romance. <laughs> I like the pause, too. You could just, like, I mean, I know it's wrestling, but it feels like he's so angry about that, too. I almost <laughs> feel like he didn't know. They didn't work that part out, and that was just him off the cuff, and he was expecting her to say, well, I like you better than Samoa Joe, and it bothered him. Like, it stopped his brain from working for about three seconds. Or even I like better that he knew she was going to say that, but he's still, like, legit pissed. <laughs> just like, ah. So like one of those chicks that like Roman. I mean, he just wanted to be. I mean, basically, he just wanted to be like F you. I'm for all you ladies. Would you rather be with me, or would you rather be with Joe? Well, I think Joe. You know. So you're one of those girls that like romance. I'm gonna talk to all my freaks out there. Would you rather come home to me, a genetic freak, to be satisfied every night, or go home to that fat ass small Joe? See, tonight we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> he went straight from, yeah, you like romance. Like, I'm talking to the freaks. <laughs> they know I'll bang them real good. Win, and I'm going to be the world champion at sacrifice. Come on, P. Let's go. Scotty, just like you always say, 
big pop a pump it's got your hook up well maple leaf muscle is who you need to look up holler if you hear that <laughs> i mean he didn't need to even he didn't need he should just left with i mean how do you how do you how do you even try and one up scott steiner when it comes to a promo pd you should have just walked off and said nothing <laughs> look first of all you can't have a promo like that by a guy as big as Scott Steiner and then call a grown man named Petey over. <laughs> Except to be like, Petey, we're out of here. Hey, or go home to that fat-ass small Joe. See, tonight we're going to win, and I'm going to be the world champion at Sacrifice. I really need to go back and watch Sacrifice. <laughs> Come on, Petey, let's go. Scotty, just like you always say, big Papa Pump, it's got your hookup. Well, Maple Leaf Muscle is who you need to look up. Holler if you hear that. And on the other end, he had clearly written that. It was so proud, waiting the whole time. Holler, if you hear that. You know the whole time he's talking. He's in his head going, maple leaf muscle, hook up, holler. Make sure you say holler, and then walk off with him. And he's also wearing the same outfit as, as Scott Steiner. It's like a little mini version of him. Yeah, well, Scott Steiner obviously is going to sleep with some of the freaks. Right. And Petey's getting nothing. Petey's there to give the romance. <sighs> I feel like the only thing, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that's so insulting. So like one of those chicks that likes romance. So you're one of those girls that like romance. <laughs> so great. All right, why don't we take a break? Yeah. When we come back, we'll find out if I should be mad. I think, it right. was, you know, honestly, I think it was worth taking that moment though. Yeah. Another great moment from Scott Steiner, the man that also gave us this great moment. Size does matter, bitch. So angry. Watch like in his real life, he's like so quiet and reserved and gentle. And romantic. Yes. I highly doubt it. But it would be funny if he was. I feel like if he tried to lay rose petals to like the bedroom, like he would just crush the petals. Crush them, eat them. <laughs> like, like it'd be like rose petals confetti. Like Big Papa Pump is ready. Like Jesus Christ, man. He'd <laughs> be like uh, Edward Scissorhands. He doesn't mean to harm people with his scissor hands, but he does. He's like, I just wanted to put these rose petals down, but I'm so freaking strong, I gotta crush them. Yeah, he's like Lenny holding the puppies. Yes. <laughs> and then Petey comes over, and he's got some stupid thing that involves hollering. Like a cast will be back. Hey, we'll holler at you after this break. Holler. I would run off with these guys if I had legs or a body. I'm just a robot voice after all. The mega cast will be bad. There's an epidemic, but the time has come to help young women of America stop the overusage of the word actually. So we actually met on Match.com about a year ago right now, actually. Um, so the first day I got there was actually Sunday, May 31st. So this actually starts 1st of July. We met actually at a fashion show. I live with my parents. Well, just my mom, actually. Parents, please teach your daughters there's actually no use for that word in those sentences. 
There's a generation of young women learning bad habits from the Kardashians. Somebody went through my stuff and has actually taken half of it. Don't let this happen to your daughter. Thank you. Okay. Hello, human. My name is Robot. Grace the Australian Robot. And the Megacast is back. I was just thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. They need to come to town and not do Bumbershoot or a random festival and just do their own headlining show and we got to go. Yeah, man. I know some people don't like him as much, but man, I love that song. I think it's one of the better songs you play. I like the other song of theirs, the Hey Little Girl. You know that one? (laughs) Sorry. No. I don't know if this environment, that's the lyrics you want to be singing, Steve. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not like uh, Tom Sizemore or anything. Jesus. Dude, right? Or the Moore guy. Like, it just doesn't stop. Did you, see, um, uh, did you watch the um, uh, Saturday Night Live? Yes. With, uh, was it uh, Tiffany Haddish? Haddish? Haddish. I don't know. I think it's Haddish. Okay, yeah. I, I I'm know. not super familiar with her, but she was awesome. She crushed it. And I, yeah. I did love, um, since we're talking about it, I did love her so a great public service announcement for all these creepy dudes out there. Fellas, I got a tip for y'all. I like to call it Tiffany's Tips. It's a tip tip. Listen, fellas. Listen. Okay? If you got your thing thing out and she got all her clothes on, you're wrong. You're in the wrong. <laughs> Wait till she take her own clothes off, then pull your thing thing out. Okay? Yeah, I'm with you. I used that on Monday. That was great. I mean, she sounds like a woman who likes, like, romance. (laughs) Sorry. Do you think you could... All right, so at the beginning of that clip, I think you could tell that she's friends with Kevin Hart and just worked on a show with him. The way she's like... Because that just seems like Kevin Hart, right? No, when you... now I'm Tiffany tip. We'll call it a tiff tip. Yeah, no, it's it it definitely has, like, that kind of rhythm that that Kevin Hart would have. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, the whole... The Louis C.K. one's just... I I listen to Mark Maron's podcast... I don't know if you heard him, because, you know, he's friends with him. Right. And all I could think is, like, obviously, I'm not, I'm never happy. like, imagine, like, I don't know how I would react if, like, I found out, like, you were in the news for something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what the crazy part is? I, I remember having the story, and I was going to, and we never got to it, The about two or three years ago on the Megacast, I had a story about two comics that accused Louis C.K. of doing this. Right, like this story has been out there. Right, right. And I, and then I remember I was like, oh, we got to talk about this because this is how ridiculous. Like, what the hell is up with Louis C.K.? Like, this is just what he does. And we never got to it because, shockingly, we never get to anything we do on the Megacast. We we have more important things to talk about, like Scott Steiner. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of fell by the wayside. And then I never heard about it again. So I was like, well, maybe it wasn't true. You know, at that time... But I mean, right, that's the thing, right? Like, I don't know. So we never, but I mean, we talked about it on the men's, I don't know if we ever talked about it on the air, but we had all talked about it off the air. Yeah. So when, so then like the Weinstein stuff started, right? And then there's a couple other people that we've kind of forgotten about, like Jeremy Piven. Yeah. A couple girls came out with him, which is not surprising. I, I, all you hear about him is he's kind of a D. Yeah, no, I mean, I remember, I mean. But we were sitting back there a couple weeks ago and, I, and Miles Thrill and I were both like, all of us were like, the Louis C.K. thing has to come out now. 
Yep. So then when it came out, it's like, I'm not I, really surprised. I wasn't surprised. I was surprised then all of a sudden, because it went from two people to then five rather quickly. I'm yeah. like, whoa, okay. And then I was thinking, well, how the hell, you know, and I, I checked Mark Marin. I was just on Twitter and I saw Mark Marin say, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this on my podcast. I'm like, wow, I wonder what he's going to say. Like, I'm very curious because he's friends. Like, they're close. Right. And that's got to be really weird. And I don't know how I would handle that. And then after I read that, a couple hours later go by. And then all of a sudden, Louis C.K. is admitting to it, which was like one of the most egotistical admissions I've ever heard. It was so weird. Dude, thank you. I got into this argument with a friend of mine and with my own mother. They were like, well, at least Louis C.K. admitted to it. I was like, and where was his apology? Right. You know, right. and they're like, they're like, well, at least he admitted. And I was like, yeah, but like for normal dudes, like Louis C.K. needs to come out and apologize to those women and be like, yeah, I, you know, because it, it makes all of us as men look terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. Like what? We get in a position of power and now we're just going to do this to women. Yeah. These were all comics that, I mean, as he, he said it in his own words, they all admired him. I think he used the word admire three or four times in that statement, which I thought was very narcissistic. And it's like, why I don't know, like, I get it, right? So at a certain point, some of these crimes are more just about power. Mm-hmm. But it's like, at the same point, like, you're still Louis C.K. Like, I'm sure there's a ton of women that would sleep with you just because you're famous. Yeah. Like, why are you going around pulling your junk out in front well, of people? The power part is what you brought. I right, mean, I, I it's, know. And yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, I mean, if I'm a massive celebrity, I would think, well, you just get to do whatever you want. And if you want, role play. Pretend that you're in power. But for some of these people, are just so twisted in their head. Like, that probably is what got him going, was knowing, I'm just going to be able to do this whether they want me to or not. And that's so yeah. messed up. Yeah. And I hate that. I've seen some people, well, I, I have a, a lot of respect for him because he admitted to it. I'm like, you know, I have more respect for the guy who never has to admit to it because he's never done it. Like, it's yeah. refreshing that, yes, it's refreshing to hear somebody actually just say, I did do this and not have some kind of lie, another lie on top of another lie. But that doesn't mean I'm going to now all of a sudden think the world of the guy or make a post about how much respect I have for him. I don't respect him. And he, right, and because he didn't apologize, to me it's like, all right, so is he admitting to this because he feels bad or is he just admitting to it because his career just died? Yeah, oh, he admitted to it because he's hoping that he'll have a, a comeback. Maybe not a good <clears throat> term to use in this situation, but you know what I mean. And he will. Of course. Like, like people don't care. Maybe... Hey, I wonder. I wonder because you know, think about Paul. If I'm Pee Wee Herman, how much is like do your brain hurt? Like, look, what he did was obviously not right. Cranking it in a movie theater, but it was a porn movie theater. But it was a porn movie theater, and his career went to crap for a decade at least, and his career really never recovered. Like he's done some stuff with Batman or whatever it may be. Like he's had some cool, quirky roles. Blow. He's gotten yeah. He's been employed again. He did another Pee Wee movie, but he was hot as hot can be at that time he was yeah. a superstar and that killed his career and that to me is something that i could be like yeah you screwed up you shouldn't have done that you're kind of an idiot but compared to nowadays it seems like people are getting away with a lot more and and being able to come back from it a lot quicker yeah i mean right like there's <clears throat> yeah i it's crazy and i mean look just this weekend i was in an uber with a guy that used to live in Hollywood, right? And he worked in the film industry, and he was like, it still goes on. He goes, some of it's getting called out. <clears throat> but he told me he knew a girl that was a stunt woman. He said, even in the stunt community, it's the same way. Like, they're wow. just kind of expected to sleep with people to move ahead. 
And then the other thing you forget is in Hollywood, like people are so desperate for those jobs mm-hmm. that they'll do almost anything. It makes you kind of, I don't know if you had these moments, but like, you know, I never really think about it. I never think about, because I have, I mean, look, yeah, I, I say perverted things. We all do. I mean, I, I have enjoyed a lap dance or two in my time, but it's always everything I've ever been doing has been always super consensual stuff. You know what I mean? So I never think about the poor people out there that are being, things are being imposed on, on them that they don't want. Like they've, you know what I mean? Like where it's like. Yeah, I this. feel like I got to make a press release that says in my early 20s, I was blackout drunk in some bars and smacked two girls' asses. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> serious? I'm dead serious. It's like, I don't want to be, you know, like, <clears throat> I'm sure it's not a big deal, but like, right. I Like now I'm just like, I, I want to get that out there in case I run for office. I well, Ted. I think there's a lot worse. Like maybe you going to see Space Magic or whatever that band is. That that's going to hurt your chances. Of Slow becoming, Magic. That too. <laughs> Bunny Ranch, Burning Man. Oh yeah, you're fine. But, but on the same token, I will say, as much as I'm being dead serious about that, like I mean, look, I feel bad about that now. Yeah. Now, granted, I'm sure it's it's written off, and those girls probably, you know, whatever. But I will also say, like, uh, God damn it, Steve, I had a whole thought there, and it just left. <laughs> well, that's because oh. you need to get more sleep. That's what I was going to say. Like, I also remember once uh, uh, me and a buddy, come or him coming home, and this girl had a friend, and she was so hot, right? And she was, like, laying in my bed and this and that. And, I mean, I, I had not done much with women at this point. But she was so drunk. I mm. remember walking her back upstairs. It was like, sleep on the couch. Yeah. Like, you, you're you not going to remember any of this. I mean, even, even, like, six or seven years ago, I remember being in Kirkland at this girl's apartment, and she called me James. And the third time she called me James, I was like, I'm calling an Uber. Like, you have no idea who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you. <laughs> it's just sad to think, though. Like, you know, we, we work with a lot of females here. We have a female friend. Yeah. And, and probably all of them or the majority of them have had to deal with some kind of weird, maybe not on the same level as the Louis C.K. thing or even worse on the other one stories that we've heard. But at some point they've had to deal with somebody trying to... In, like, like cornering them yeah. and being like, come on, you know you want to. Yeah, making them feel bad because yeah. they're, they're, or just unwanted advances being catcalled. I mean, and granted, compared to, but these are all things like, it just sucks to think we've, we were talking about this on the morning show the other day and some guy texted me, he's like, what's the big deal? They should just get over it. It's just a penis. And I'm like, man, that might be easy for you to say, but like, I don't know what that feels like to have somebody just do something, whether I want them to do it or not. Yeah, he ne- he didn't touch them, but that's, I guarantee you that same dude that, that texted that in would be pissed if somebody, uh, you know, f- f- masturbated in front of him. Oh, yeah. A dude. Of course. Of course. You know, that's the other thing, too, is guys, we can't think about this. Like, we love boobs. We love right. almost all boobs. Right. So it's like, oh, I don't care. She could just show her boobs to me. Like, yeah, that's different. Yeah. God damn it. Right. It's so messed up. I, I, just, I don't have to get on the bummer road, but I just, I, man, it just made me think more and more about how sucky it must be to be a chick. Just have to deal with that on a day to day basis. <clears throat> yeah, and you know maybe this is a good thing, not this, Avi, but that people the whole Me Too movement. I I feel like it's a truly a good thing to get people to talk and 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 open up my eyes, open up your eyes, open up other people's eyes. It's like you know we might think we're being good dudes, but we're surrounded by a bunch of scummy dudes, and it, it's it's good to now be like, no, as guys we don't tolerate this, as women we're not tolerating this, and and and. Good for every woman that's now saying stuff that's that's bringing these idiots down. I, yeah, I don't feel yeah. bad. I don't like when people are like oh, his poor career. It's like no, he chose to crank it in front of women that didn't want him to, and they stuck around because they they idolized him and were hoping that he could get a better. They they, they could help him become help them become better comics. 
And the other thing, too, is like, if it wasn't that big of a deal, then why did you tell these people you'd ruin their careers if they said anything? Yeah. And and one of the girls, uh, from what I read, if I remember correctly, I'm not sure if it was one of the anonymous ones, said that's that was the, the that was the final straw that that they stopped their pursuit of making it in the entertainment business, and that, that bums me out to hear because quite possibly that could have been like the next Lucille Ball. You don't know, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, could you imagine if someone did something to you that was so heinous that you just said, you know what, I'm just done with radio. I'm done. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah, man, it sucks. Yeah, the whole, should I be mad, it was a simple thing, and we'll get out of here, and I could just touch. So my headphones broke. All right. And one channel doesn't work anymore, right? So I just got these headphones. So in the past, we've had an engineer here that when these things would happen, I'd give it to him. Within hours, he'd have it fixed. He was just like, whoop, whoop, whoop. It's easy to do. Well, we have a new set of engineers here. Yeah. And uh, Vicky grabbed them. She's like, I'll just drop them off. I'll, I'll give them to the guy and see what he could do. So she drops them off, gives them to the guy. And now I don't have any headphones. So I'm I, not looking for them to get done in a day. I just want to know what's going on with my headphones. I'm like, hey, could you just check and see what's going on? Like, is he working on them? Should I, are they dead? I don't know. I don't have any information. Like, you know, anything. Just let me know. And so she shoots him an email just saying, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, it even says like, hey, bud, uh, just checking in to see how Steve's, uh, wondering how things are going with Steve's headphones. All right. So here's the response. Unfortunately, we don't have the luxury of same-day service. He'll need to borrow a pair or use them as is. They are in the office. I'm going to take the fifth. I don't want to touch that one. <laughs> Sorry. They're, they're so, like, I, uh, I want nothing to do with that one. All right. We'll talk about it off the air. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Well, we should probably get out of here. So I shouldn't bring it up at live day? No, no. I think we should stay away from that one. You know what the problem is, Ted? I, I I know what the problem is, and it's very clear with you. You're one of those girls that like romance. I'm going to talk to all my freaks out there. I should ask the freaks. Yeah, ask yeah, the freaks. Very, Don't ask a romance dude right, like it, me. It's very clear I asked the wrong person. All right, well, hopefully, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow at Live Day. And if so, be sure to say hi, get mega hugs. Also, please participate with us. Bring your stories of whether or not you should be mad. We'll also maybe play some fun games. I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I never got to do the grunge challenge with you. The what? I failed you. I had a whole thing about grunge. All right. It would have been fun. Maybe we'll do it next time. <laughs> Probably not. I'll put it in the stack of other things that we never do. <laughs> we'll need that stack tomorrow. Yes. All right. Get 10 Mega Family and uh, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. doing a push-up set uh, live day? Oh, yeah. We got to get them in. I hope a bunch of people do them with us. They, they, they will. That'd be awesome. Size does matter, bitch!